our God has been good to us, and He certainly has smiled on us. This morning, I hope that you have uh, enjoyed the nice rain that we're getting, and maybe we're going to get some more the next uh, 24 hours or so. Uh, but all of those guys that are growing their hay, you know, it's going to grow up nice and big and tall, and then the next few days it's supposed to be dry, so hey, you can cut it down and put it in the barn. So good. I, I mean, it's just perfect the way it works out sometimes. So anyway, uh, it's great to be with family. Great to be with you guys this morning. If you're a guest today, we want to welcome you. Thank you for being here. Once you know that you're always welcome, make sure you come back anytime and be a part of our assemblies. We have several of our, uh, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> several of our family not here this morning. Uh, different things going on, uh, you know, it's just the way summer is, uh, but we do have a lot of gas, so I guess that works out uh, that way too, so uh, it is just good to be with you. This morning we're going to be talking about several different things, but mostly about mercy, and now a lot of what we're going to talk about is going to come from Ephesians chapter 2, so if you want to turn over to Ephesians chapter 2, I'm not going to read the whole chapter there, and there might be some other things that you will find in Ephesians 2 that will be encouraging to you, so I just encourage you to look at that, Ephesians chapter 2. You know, I've noticed, and maybe you guys have seen it too, these uh, before and after pictures. You guys ever seen those? You know, and they, sometimes it's a person, you know, and they'll show before they lose the weight and then after they lose the weight. I love the ones where they show before they gain the weight, right? Then after, you know, this is what they look like when they were young and 165 pounds, but then they grew to this, you know. Uh, but anyway, I, I like to watch the look, look at those pictures where you see something that is old and tore up, right, and that sort of thing, and then all of a sudden they make something new, before and after. I like, to, I like to see those remakes and makeovers and that sort of thing. Of course, sometimes it goes the other way, you know. Sometimes it's a little better before than, than it is afterward. But, the, but I like those before and after pictures because there's the way that things are before compared to the way they are now. And this morning, what I got to thinking about, especially in Ephesians there, what I find is a before and after picture, right? And that's what I see here in these few verses in Ephesians chapter 2. Let's read it together. It says, As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins, in, the which, the, in which you used to live when you followed the ways of the world and the rule of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient, right? Now, there was a time, all of us, lived among them like that, right? Gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desires. And like the rest, we were by nature objects or deserving of wrath. That's the way things were, right? The before, that's what it looked like. Woo, and it didn't look very good. I mean, what a tragic place to be. And yet that's the way it was. But now, but because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace that you have been saved. Amen? What a verse. Let's pray together before we uh, talk about that. Father, we are so thankful to be able to come together this morning to uh, focus on you and what you have done for us and what you are doing for us. And Father, as we look at our lives, we know that we would have no chance to be right with you if it weren't for your love for us and the mercy you've shown us uh, through Christ and what he has done for us. And this morning, Father, we ask that our hearts and minds will be centered upon that. Father, we believe in you and we know that you are real and we are just so appreciative of what you have done through sending your son for us. Father, we are overwhelmed by your love for us and we ask, Father, that as we think about your grace and your saving power through Christ's blood, uh, Father, we ask today that you would just Take our lives and lead us and guide us. We just want to be yours uh, while we're on this earth. But most of all, Father, we are looking forward to when this time is over so that we can be with you for all eternity. 
Um, Father, we just thank you for that hope, for that confidence that we can have in you. And we just ask, Father, that as we go through life, that we will show that in everything that we do and how we live, and we want you to shine through us. We thank you, Father. We, you have given us everything, and you're going to give us everything. Uh, we are so appreciative. Be with us today while we study about you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Several things I noticed here, but I, I like to think about that before picture a minute, all right? Uh, certain things that were mentioned there, if you as we were reading through that, things that just jump out at you. The first thing is, of course, is, well, you were dead. You were dead in your sins. You had no hope. You had no chance. There was nothing you could do. You were completely gone because of sin. Now, of course, we're talking about spiritually, right? We're talking about that separation from God that everybody experiences because of sin. When sin enters, the separation comes between you and God. Now, I want everyone in the world to know about the separation because if I don't have the knowledge of the separation, why would I ever care about what Christ has done to bring us back together? Does that make sense? I mean, it's kind of like, you know, if I leave that part out, people will think, well, my life's pretty good. I'm not doing anything really, really bad. I mean, I, I, come on. You know, I mean, are you telling me that, that you look at my life and you say, I'm a terrible person? It's not about that. It's about sin separating from, and I appreciate what, uh, what Wade was talking about this morning and, and, and uh, uh, thinking about what Christ went through on the cross because it was at that point that he took our sin. Do you remember him talking about that this morning? The idea being, any sin separated us from God, therefore we had to have Christ to bring us back. Now, for you and I, that is a message that is a little bit hard to comprehend. That idea of God being perfect and, and, and can't have sin in his presence Okay, you and I have been talking about that for years. Try to present that to someone who knows nothing about it. And they say, what are you talking about? They don't understand that. They, can't, they don't comprehend that. So it takes a while to think about the love that our Creator God had for His creation, that He was willing to make a sacrifice to the extent that He did, Christ on this earth, right? Christ going through what He did his bloodshed, so that you and I could be brought back to God. We could be made right with God. Family, what I've just talked about is the story. It is the message. When I say the, I'm talking about that's the most important thing we can know and share with anybody. Everybody says amen to that. Give you another chance. It is the most important message we can know or ever share with anybody. Amen. All right? Now, you believe that. You know that. I hope that you go through your life with that on the tip of your tongue all the time. It's what's in your heart. It's what moves you. It's what motivates you. It keeps you going because you know what Christ has done for you, and therefore you would love for anybody to know about him because if they don't, they're dead in their sins. Now, I didn't make that up. It's not Christian people that have decided everybody that don't, doesn't act like them is lost in sin. No. It's the story of the Bible. Sin separates. God, through Christ, can bring us back. Okay. That's the message that we want to share because if they don't, if anybody doesn't have that, and I say they, I mean me. If I don't have the blood of Christ covering me, I am dead in my sins. Everybody is if it weren't for Christ. That's what the Bible tells us. That's what the Bible talks about. If you believe that God is real and the Bible is true, this is the most important thing that you could share with anyone. Christ brought us back to God. They were dead in transgression. We were 
dead in our sins. A couple other words I noticed there, right? <laughs> Tragic words, right? Stuff like this. They were disobedient. They were gratifying or chasing after or satisfying the cravings of the flesh. That's the way they lived. That's the way they talked. That's the way we did it, right? Because the Bible says that we too were once part of that. Also notice that he says that they were bound to 